Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Dishes and Dimes brought to you by basketballnews.com. Um, I'm your host today, Noor, and I'm joined by my favorite, I'm not going to say my favorite co-host, but just my favorite person, <laughs> Yasmin. How you doing, girl? How's your <laughs> Wait, weekend? no, you could say we're your favorite person. <laughs> oh, I'm saying my favorite person. I'm not going to say my favorite co-host. They're going to be coming pitchforks blazing. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be on fire. Watch them afterwards. The The group chat is going to be lit. This is the point where we go our ways like Destiny's Child. (laughs) This is when the or you know how dishes and dimes. You know how Ben Simmons is being roasted right now. That's going to be me in the group chat. So (laughs) I need to make sure that I'm not going down the same path. My mental health is intact. Um, Speaking of Ben Simmons, I'm just going to get straight into it. What a weekend of basketball! Yeah, right. I'm so glad we got like a series of. Very competitive games. This is not how the playoffs typically are. Usually, like I feel like there are the there are like unwatchable blowouts here and there, but we got like a consistent run of games over the course of the weekend that were just so good. It was. I honestly, personally, I I, I thought I had been tuned out for a while. Um, like I was paying attention to to the season. I was trying to see what was happening, but in terms of the games themselves. Like you said, I think at the very beginning, I wasn't really invested. Um, but now it's like, it's just like the, the whole weekend just changed the trajectory of the entire season. This has been the most fun weekend the entire year, I want to say. Um, and we just got to see so many, like we probably were going to see a third game seven this weekend had like uh, Devin Booker not gone super scion. Yeah, and then earlier this week, we got to see um, the Clippers beat the Utah Jazz in six games. And we thought that they were, like, we figured out they were going to not have Kawhi with them. And it was going to be um, a rely, they were going to be relying on a masterclass by Paul George. And mm-hmm. we, I think we all uh, collectively kind of thought, okay, well, how are you going to stop Gobert in the paint? How do you stop Donovan Mitchell from shooting wherever he wants to? But Paul George did, but Paul George was asked and he got the help of Reggie Jackson. He got the help of Terrence Mann and they overcame the number one seed in the Western Conference. How do you yeah, feel about a that? One? Weekend for number one seeds. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Lower is, seeds that's are a curse cur- now. Like with the Sixers and the Jazz, that's like an absolutely cursed um, seeding right now. And it didn't even make it to the fi- the conference finals. It was a second round exit for the both of them. Um, and that just goes to show that it does not matter what your regular season looks like. Any yeah. team can do whatever they want to. And and for for Philly, like that also happened through the Hawks. Like that's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. Trey Young uh, took you out. It's so matchup based now. Like it really depends on how you're positioned to compete against your competitor like as long as you guys are in the playoffs anything goes like um if the matchup isn't flight favorable then you guys are gonna have issues like with the um the issue with the clippers and jazz the clippers can play small ball pretty easily like they can field those um lineups where it's um batum and terrence mann and paul george and reggie jackson and um um is it Marquis or Marcus Morris? I don't remember which one. <laughs> never You're asking the wrong one of the Morai. <laughs> yeah. Um, they can feel those lineups and it just gives issues to, like again and again, every playoffs, it just gives issues to it gives um 
Rudy Gobert issues. And it, it kind of sucks because it literally always happens after he wins defense player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so hard to watch nowadays, but the same thing happened with the Sixers. Like it was just a tough matchup for them. Like they don't have a backcourt that can punish, um, uh, Terrence Young, uh, Trey Young and um, Lou Will yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have that kind of crafty guard that can give it to give it right back to them, you know what I mean? Like, Ben Simmons has such a tough series because he couldn't really, like, he couldn't really um, exploit their defensive weaknesses, especially with Hunter in- injured. So, um, mm-hmm. it was just it, w- it was kind of sad to see, but you know, I am, I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed it. Like I honestly, I enjoy the demise of any of the, of the Raptors competitors. <laughs> I think we, as a collective fan base, were hoping for maximum chaos. This yeah. Yeah. And we and got it. Exactly boy, did we get it. Almost. To a boy, fall. did we get <laughs> it? might have, it might, this collide, this, this need for chaos might result in a Bucks championship. So maybe be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I don't know about that. At this point, though, I, I think it it might be like the the thing is like I think the past couple of years you always had a clear cut favorite coming out right from either conference. You were like, okay, someone's gonna you kind of had an a gist of who was gonna take it. But this is the first year where the tables are so even, where I cannot tell you what's gonna happen, who's gonna take it. I can give you a guess, but yeah. even. And then like, like you said, it's all about matchups as well. And it's all, it's also all about, about your main player. If you look at Devin Booker, if you look at Trey Young, the stuff that they're doing is, is just phenomenal. Like oh, the yeah. young guys really set to the old guys, go home, old man. This is yeah, our time the future now. Is now. <laughs> the future is now. Yeah. Don't retire. Do what you got. Like a do. lot of people are complaining that this is going to be a postseason without, um, we may not have a Kawhi Leonard uh, playing. We not we don't have LeBron James. Kevin Durant is out. Um, Steph Curry is out. So um, to have like a postseason with this new generation of young guys with Giannis and Booker and um, you know Paul George potentially winning his first wit ring and um, Chris Paul potentially winning his first ring. So it's gonna. Even Trey Young, like it's going to be, it's it's going to be so fascinating because like people have to be introduced, you know, to the um, the guys who are going to be taking the mantle from um, the the past, you know, the 2010s, uh, the very best. So I'm really glad we get to kind of have an introdu- introductory course with these guys, especially since next season. Like I feel like it's probably going to be far more predictable. Um, yeah, considering like I feel like. Um, a lot of these things that happen, like with AD getting injured and Paul and LeBron not being able to advance, and uh, with Kawhi getting injured, and with uh, James Harden and Kyrie being compromised, like I feel like that's not going to happen again. Like they, a lot of a lot of things had to break right in order for us to get this postseason. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens next year. But um, so far, it's been amazing basketball, and it's been really, really, really a treat to see. But I will ask you, what was your favorite uh, matchup? over the course of the weekend, because my goodness, did we get some classics? Oh my God. I I don't think I can pick. Yes. I honestly don't even know. I, I was looking forward to each series. Um, I wanted Brooklyn to be, uh, Milwaukee really badly. Like I need to, it it didn't happen and it breaks my heart, but it is what it is. Um, I did want, so I don't know what happened. I don't know who shot me 
if I'm drugged up, if I'm on crack, but I was cheering for the Clippers against the Jazz and <laughs> I'm oh, no, that's glad not, they that's won. That's not strange at all. I feel like a lot of people were. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know what it is. Like if you're going to have a team in Utah, what are you doing? Like you're, <laughs> no one's going to cheer for it. Except that was the their first mistake. Utah. <laughs> that was your first mistake. Move that, move that team to Mexico City. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I think personally, though, for me, um, I had the most fun watching Kevin Durant and Giannis. I what a game, did, man. Yeah. The, seeing those two a, just exchange blows. Yeah. Seeing uh, uh, Chris Middleton redeem himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even talk about that. I'm like, it was, it was honestly like I, I reached the point where I'm like, this is this can't be real. Like, this is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, um, but, you know, Kevin, but that, I, that, that, the biggest um, downside of the of the Nets not advancing is that we're kind of going to forget Kevin Durant's um, series, especially his first playoff series post Achilles injury, which tends to be like yes. a career altering kind of injury. But he's out here playing literally like his best basketball. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I do, it doesn't make sense. His best basketball, the longest basketball he has, like he's putting in numbers, he's putting in minutes and breaking records. Like what the hell? Breaking it's it's unbelievable to me. And he's doing that with uh with James Harden on one ligament, with yeah. Kyrie not being able to play, um, and with like with Joe Harris not knowing how to play basketball. And he's doing that against Giannis, against Middleton, against Drew, against Brooke Lopez. Like he's doing that. I mean, I'm not going to count Bud in there. Like Bud is Bud, but, but and you <laughs> have Steve Nash Bud. on your side. <laughs> yeah. The Bucks, <laughs> if anything, Bud's not on your side if you're the Bucks. But, and, but I think like when I put it, when I look at it that in that way, I almost think that the loss is more so like if I'm the Nets, I'm not really concerned. But if I'm the Bucks, I'm concerned how I want that. You know, like that yeah. if Katie's foot was maybe one inch shorter, you're you're out. Bud yeah. is getting fired right now. Bud's on indeed.com searching to see what's out there. If you can yeah. be a professor at a university, like that wouldn't that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, no, and, I'm but, honestly, you know, I'm and, all for Bud's um, keeping his job. <laughs> I feel like that's good for the rest of the East. Um, I'm the I'm, same I'm way too, exactly. Bud. Yeah, like I keep him as well. I'm like, as no, possible. don't fire him. Hire him. Yeah, hire him for life. Give him yeah, a, <laughs> a lifetime contract. Like that, if anything, this uh, run is going to kind of secure his employment, like you said. Um, but yeah, that 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 um, Bucks net series uh, was pretty great it was honestly the most watchable game seven i've ever seen because game sevens are usually like the sixers hawks where it's like anxiety inducing it's just kind of gross basketball the star players probably are usually struggling in game sevens they're probably exhausted from carrying the team for the past six Mm -hmm. games so game sevens like tend to be more of so of like a trey young performance or it's very inefficient and they're just kind of like clearly exhausted, but my goodness, like these guys had full energy. Um, Kevin Durant had the most points in a game seven ever. Um, Giannis scored like a 40 point double, double, like it was ridiculous. It was crazy. It was that, like, like I said, one of the was the, one of the best game sevens ever. I actually said it was the best game seven I had seen. And I got, um, just harassed by Raptor fans saying that who 
the fuck are you? Like, are you even a Raptor fan anymore? Do you forget what our game seven was? And no, I do that was like, horrible. of course, that game seven was terrible basketball. <laughs> do you not remember that game seven is the reason why I'm not going to make it to 60 years old. <laughs> I'm day. not going to make it past. I'm, I'm not still feeling the effects. <laughs> exactly. Like I've been burnt out. It's not happening for me. And no, yeah, and that yes, shot one that was fantastic. Holy crap. Was that disgusting basketball? <laughs> that was absolutely awful we had no one producing it was just Kawhi, and again it was that last shot that he took and it somehow went in which is fantastic and on the other hand too like for for um for brooklyn and milwaukee i was not invested i was just in exactly see who's gonna have like who's, who's having fun and yeah. watching that from the sidelines not losing years of my life and seeing amazing basketball with Giannis and kd going at each other it was yeah. it was everything i needed and Again, Giannis has saved Bud's career for one more day, for one more series. My goodness, um, yeah. And we'll see what happens with them and Trey Young. What, what, what's your I'm assumption? Excited. Sorry? Yeah, me too. What's your assumption? What do you think is going to happen? Oh, God. Um, Let's see. It's tough, honestly. Like, I didn't expect the Hawks to... Um, like Joel Embiid is arguably the best player of the year. Um, he was like on the cusp of becoming MVP. Um, you can argue that he is the best player when healthy. Um, and they somehow found a way to perhaps not, you know, lock him down, but they found a way to um, exhaust him and compromise him for fourth quarters. And um, I really enjoyed Nate McMillan's you know, tactic of dealing with Joel Embiid in the series. So he kind of just would let him uh, rely on jump shots and Joel will make them for most of the game. But when that exhaustion catches up with him, like naturally Mm -hmm. as a, you know, what, seven foot, like 300 pound big man, it catches up to him and he's not able to sustain that for the fourth quarter. McDonald's for breakfast. Yeah, (laughs) which is why he struggled so much in the fourth uh, for this series. Um, despite having great numbers for most of it. So um, I, I, I feel like I'm interested to see if they find a way to do the same to Giannis because Giannis has the same kind of habit of becoming exhausted by the end of the game because he's a gigantic guy too. So uh, I'm interested to see what tactics the Hawks bring out. And, um, you know, I feel like it's going to be a coaching chess match, um, perhaps one-sided. <laughs> yeah, I think he's um, playing with Nick himself. going to be playing chess, Bud's going to be playing a uh, checkers or um, snakes and ladders. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's doing go fish on the side. Yeah, he's playing, <laughs> he's Bud's playing uh, connect four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I get what you mean as well. I think that, um, I forget where I heard this. It might actually have been um, the Hawks organization themselves, but they pretty much said that all you have to do is let Joel tar himself out. Like Joel is not going to be able to, play the entire game um That's depending on case, how long yeah. the series goes exactly and this has been the case for, for years right like he's just not able to maintain his um his physique and that ultimately comes to bite them but then again it's not entirely on it's not well it's not on Embiid at all it's entirely on Ben Simmons but yeah it's uh it's it's gonna be interesting to see how they how Milwaukee tries to stop Trey because I thought Trey was gonna have a really hard time against um Philly because it's just his size and, and Philly size. But oh yeah, he was a rat next to elephants and he yeah. wiggles around like the way like he like you know, he just the way that he's supposed to. And yeah. I can see him doing very 
because Milwaukee is also huge, but I can see him doing very similar things with Milwaukee as well. Just kind of like finding his ways or um, feeding his team. Give Yes, Giannis is one of the better defenders, one of the best defenders, but I, I, I just don't know if he has the lateral quickness to be able to stop every Trey himself, actually. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to say the least, especially with uh, DiVincenzo out. They're going to be forced to play freaking cat uh, Pat Connaughton <laughs> significant minutes yeah. sucks because um, Dante has been a starter for them. He tends to be the guy that they put on the quicker, smaller guard. So now they're going to have to deal with like, um, they're going to have to put uh, Drew on Trey, which is probably going to exhaust him. Um, and he's already been struggling this postseason. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that turns out. I'm I'm honestly like, I'm, I'm kind of tired of betting against the Hawks. Um, so I'm not going to bet on them. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to refrain <laughs> from doing so, but uh, I think that, um, I think that Atlanta has kind of proven us wrong along the way so we just gotta wait and see to see what happens but what a story that would be if we end up with Trey Young in the NBA finals absolutely and I think like like that that's that's kind of on me if I didn't know Atlanta was this good and I think like um earlier in the year too after they they went past the first round um they they said that Atlanta maybe played less games on national television than the Raptors had so they barely got any coverage at all throughout the season so I guess oh for God. us like yeah they might have been good but we just never really even realized how good they were because people were barely watching them all year I can say I barely watched them unless they were playing the Raptors or something a good game was on um yeah but no I, I, watching I, them I do knew what- that they had like just a uh, countless you know just pure bucket getters like with um Danilo Gallinari and uh Bogdan Bogdanovich and mm-hmm. um even like Lou Will off the bench and they they just had a lot of guys capable of scoring and it just shows the importance of that in a postseason just having multiple guys that you can just kind of give the ball and let cook um and, and you know I feel like a team uh defense has um lost this round <laughs> yeah really <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if you have like just a bunch of guys that are willing to put the effort in, um, you're going to be okay for the postseason. Um, but my God, is is scoring not imp- like is scoring as important as ever? I think we saw that against um, the, with the Sixers. Like you have an MVP caliber player on your roster, but if you don't have more than one guy capable of consistently scoring or more than two guys, I'm not going to take credit away from Seth Curry, who had a ridiculous series. Uh, (laughs) It's tough out there. So um, I know we have some questions from listeners um, that we can answer. Uh, Do you have the list with you? I do. Give me one moment. I will pull it up. And also speaking of all the season and everything, thing tomorrow is the draft night oh my god and I am not ready genuinely think I'm gonna vomit like I think I I feel sick resuscitated I'm gonna need help but I also think that we do have a decent chance of getting at least the top five I want to say top we do we do right yeah like there's um a decent chance and honestly this is a decent chance for the number one pick I think the Raptors are like almost eight percent or something Uh, but still like oh god Adam Silver you owe us man you put us through hell this season as viewers (laughs) and for the for the members of the organization members of the Toronto Raptors and for viewers alike for podcasters alike (laughs) it's been a tough (laughs) season man 
and we you deserve know, he never a generational talent. We deserve uh, the generational time. MVP, future MVP caliber talent. We've never had that drafted for the Raptors, man. We, and we, if you we want owed. them to succeed, like look at Zion, look at Luca, look at these guys that got drafted to really shitty teams with shitty organizations who don't we know how to enjoy maximize the their talent. <laughs> you you cannot. And like, if anything, you're watching the, the organizations erupt from within. Like, look at the Mavs right now. I don't know what's yeah. happening with them. I don't know what's like, going to happen good with hands. them. They're probably Kate not going to him in good hands. Set him up for exactly. success. Set him up for a first or second year's finals berth, man. <laughs> Let him be in the system that's going to make him thrive. Put him next to Kyle Lowry. Let him win if you. that's what you want. And you know what? Like, I just, I can't even. He, it's so this easy. Is what he, so, he, it could all be so simple. He I'm owes sure. this to us because he still hasn't even apologized to Masai. So this could be your apology. You know? <laughs> Sorry, Masai. I'm a fucking racist. Here's Kate. <laughs> That's the best apology you can do. Come on, Adam. Yeah. We, all we right. So we can. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. He mentioned. All right. So we can head over. Yeah. <laughs> This is like the best he did, right? I can, like, think about it. Like the the um, the Pelicans had the same odds as the Toronto Raptors. I think they had they were um, projected to have the seventh pick, and they ended up with Zion Williamson. And why did they end up with Zion? Because they gave the Lakers AD. Like that was yeah. their that was their their unspoken kind of uh, deal with the NBA. Because you know you give the biggest market um, a superstar. So hey, let's we'll give you another superstar with superstar. You think like, Masai got like a the Raptors Masai got an under the table the deal? Sorry, what was that? That the Raptors honestly could have boycotted the season. They could have just simply refused <laughs> to play. <laughs> they could have forfeit the entire thing. Yeah, like they but they, they could have held it up. They could have held up the season, but you know they tolerated. They it. could they have had the, the league Tampa hostage. Bay. They played absolutely. In, yeah, they played in like a terrible city. They played with no fans present. They suffered the consequences um, with their play. Like honestly, it just it, it makes so, so so much sense. But I'm I feel like I'm setting myself up for a disappointment if I do this. <laughs> I don't know. I almost kind of feel like I feel like Masai is like as he's amazing. He's everything and on the side. I feel like he's also mafia. Like I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure he should have like an under the table handshake deal with, with Adam Silver. You You're know? so like, close, Masai. You're so close. Which is also the other part of it too. Masai got a sign. I need an extension announcement. <laughs> but I guess he also said that he's not going to say anything until uh, after everything's dealt with, right? So probably, oh yeah, like, we didn't even know itself. Bobby Webster was signed until he said so. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I, as long as we got Masai, I, I feel like there will be some shenanigans happening because there's no way he's gonna let Adam Silver get away with this. There's okay. no way. We we went through. I like I'm gonna need to talk to this about to my therapist like for the rest of my life. This, <laughs> this season <laughs> was awful. This season was terrible. Tampa Bay, Florida will never see my face in this lifetime or the next or the one after or my future kids or anybody. Um, it's it's just ruined everything for me so yeah adam silver lord voldemort if you're listening put kate cunningham in the basket and nobody gets hurt no one thank you very much (laughs) easy now easy (laughs) (laughs) they're not gonna listen it's a mild threat it's nothing serious just slowly place him in the basket (laughs) sorry what was that i missed that no yeah just just listen to orders man just no one will get hurt (laughs) yeah no 
someone's gonna get hurt just put him in the basket everything will be swollen and if you don't then I didn't say anything but if something yeah I didn't say anything <laughs> all right anyway we're just gonna move on to questions uh, he, he got scared that's all I needed to do I just needed to scare him up a little bit yeah all right so the first question we have is from Mitch and he asks the pandemic is over. Oh my God. I fucking wish Mitchell. The patios are open. You've got a reservation for four, but someone cancels. You've got the entire 2019 Raptors championship roster to choose from to fill the vacant spot. Which Raptor are you inviting? Man, if people thought the tw- the 2008 Celtics were annoying, they do not want to see how I'd be in 10 years <laughs> with, this, with this championship. I'm going to be talking about it. We're going to be keeping it relevant. And honestly, like if you watch the playoff games, they don't go a game without mentioning the, that 2019 team. <laughs> You're right. I am this every in the same single boat. game. We get brought up. Do you have a Do you have an idea of what your answer is? Oh, 100. percent I'm thinking Kawhi, and I'm asking him why he didn't resign. <laughs> the whole meeting is just going to be a confrontation. <laughs> like, what happened? Why didn't you sign? Well, what could we do for you? We could have saved your life. Become LA. We could have given you Alex McKechnie. You know, like what Become else? Become Los Angeles. Become California. That was the only <laughs> option. I would have made honestly this entire lockdown. I've just been traveling Canada, and I would have made him a scrapbook to be like, "This is what you're missing out on. This is you thought you left the snow, bitch. This is not the snow. We have every season here too." Yeah, I think my pick would be Mark Gasol. I feel like he has great taste in food. Ooh, oh, I feel like a he's really a bit of a, of a what's the name? Not not a foodie, but like a what's Can that? Slaw. Yeah, I don't know. I have no Gastro idea. I know what you're trying to say though. But yeah, he, I feel like he's like a, a a a great food. I feel like he probably knows spots in Toronto I've never been to. <laughs> I almost feel like I would want to have dinner with Marcus All and like I, like I feel like he has a farm. Like he grows his own vegetables. <laughs> He'll like go inside the house on like a land in Spain and cook for me, and then we'll come back out on the grass and and just have that meal. Like I just feel yeah. like it'll be so organic and good for you. You yeah. know. It'll yeah. be fantastic. Yeah, um, yes, yeah. Nikaias, Nikaias asks, what would make you angrier? A Chris Paul finals MVP or a Chris Middleton finals MVP? Wait, why was it? Why would we be angry at a Chris Paul I, MVP? I, I saw that question too. And I was like, Nikaias, what are you talking about? We Chris adore CP3 on this podcast. <laughs> He's the Kyle Lowry of the Western Conference. Yeah. He's our <laughs> ally. <laughs> <laughs> is Chris Paul the Kyle Lowry of the West or is Kyle Lowry the Chris Paul of the East? <laughs> nope, we're going with run with the narrative, Yasmin. You know what I gave you. Don't question it. <laughs> it's a good question. This is the um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't be mad at a CP3 finals MVP at all. I'd be elated. Oh my I feel God. Like it if... would be a huge win for Lowry's value. <laughs> I know. I think Matthias um, didn't know what he was doing with that question because the one I want to see win is Chris Paul and the one that I don't want to see win is Chris Middleton so 100% it's Chris Middleton yeah oh yeah that will be just oh god that'll be equivalent to like when Iguodala got finals MVP oh my god they yeah, get because me he, out of because Twitter. he held uh, LeBron James to like 28 points for game <laughs> he held worse. LeBron James 28 points After, honestly like, if Steph Curry carried them he got awarded finals of would that be hilarious if like Eliana's average is like a 40 point triple double and Chris Middleton gets finals MVP 
I would actually cry. You know, if that happened, um, that that might be what kicks Iman off of Twitter once and for all. Oh god, that, yeah, might, that might be actually, like her yeah. demise. She just leaves basketball together. <laughs> she she will she will be watching golf the next day. Yeah. She will yeah. not be back on basketball. Yeah, if anything, Nakayas like Chris Chris Middleton and Iman. That's the one you want to go after. Yeah. Okay. Um, Caleb Latrell asks, who is one player you would all want to see be totally exposed in the semifinals? Can't say Ben Simmons. He's free bingo square. Honestly, Ben Simmons, Ooh. I kind of like that he um, did terribly because I feel like he make, it makes him more attainable <laughs> for the Raptors. Because <laughs> I'm still not, him I'm, not, the Raptors? I'm not I'm not all out on him at all. Like, I think that the Sixers... Um, I I keep saying this and I don't know why people make it sound so complicated, but like the Sixers did not build a good team. (laughs) Like that's ultimately what happened at the end of it. We've been saying it for years, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I don't care how many advanced stats you Sixers fans bring up. They're going to bring up advanced stats, but at the same time, scoff (laughs) at uh, jazz fans who bring up advanced stats about Gobert, but they like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid does not work. It does not make sense. Like you watch the games and you see how this doesn't make sense. Like watch Joel, watch Ben Simmons get traded to a team with a competent, you know, starting caliber point guard and playing the role of like a playmaking four or something and watch him thrive. Like it's, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think Ben Simmons and, and, and being like that, they're on the same team together. You can tell on the sense. court that it they're not. Make sense. Yeah. It, it, it's so cloggy, you know, it just clogs yeah. everything up. You got one guy who can't shoot the other guy who like is, can't move around that well. Like he's falling every two seconds. It just, it doesn't work that way. Um, and I think that, like, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Ben Simmons. I, I, I do feel bad. I feel like, like he's obviously it's deserving. He's, he, yeah, he was not terrible. What he, he said he is exactly. And I feel like I've been on the Ben Simmons hate train before it was cool. So now that <laughs> everyone's hopping on it, I'm like, yeah, like, uh, I don't know anymore. Let me think what I could do to yeah, put it's a too, positive it's too mainstream now. Exactly. And everyone's just so rude. I'm like, he, yeah, he's like, I want to give him props though. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. Like, I want to, I do want to give him props. Cause I, I, he did take questions after that game and that takes balls, you know, like he knows yeah. he's public enemy number one right now. Rudy Gobert is so happy. Ben Simmons exists currently. So for him to take that, that, that question period and sit there and like, you know, take accountability and everything. That's a lot. That's huge. Um, on the other hand, MB came on Twitter and he's like, I have a torn meniscus. I've been playing the whole entire game. I've been putting my body on the line. So was, point yeah, your fingers to Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. He's like, who can I speak to? It's not me. He's like, he's making sure nobody, everybody knows that he, he's not the one who has a problem. He has a torn meniscus. People calm down. Um, but as for so the player that I would like to be, see, be, um, exposed or something like I honestly don't like like I I, I couldn't like wish for that <laughs> yeah because I, I I have way more fun with like the feel-good stories where players just go nuts like I feel like that's more enjoyable like even watching yeah ben look Simmons, at us like, we can't you know, even enjoy Ben Simmons right now yeah like, you know, I, don't like it. It. I, I honestly I don't like it when even when Paul George like 
craps the bed. Like, yeah, that, that, that's hilarious for jokes for like five minutes, but then after it's like, "Mm, it's kind of (laughs) sad. Like I don't want. Yeah, exactly. They got to go on. They have to, I mean, I'm saying exactly. And I'm like the worst at it, but yeah, like have to log on. Trust me. I, I engage and then it's fun and all that, but like, you know, I don't want to see people, you know, play their worst on the biggest stage, especially when they, you know, spend their whole careers for these moments. Like it's kind of ugh. afterwards. But if like, I can pick kind of someone, like, I can't, I can't I can hope pick for it, that. No, I'm the same way. But if I can pick Chris a non-player, no, not even him. I would say if I can pick a non-player, it would be Steve Ballmer. I want to oh, see Steve Ballmer yeah, crash yeah, yeah, and burn. Yeah. Or coach like Blood. I want to defist the owners. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even him, it's kind of sad now. Like every time I see him on the screen, I'm like, he's, <laughs> he terrified, he's almost man. looking he like terrified in he's, game seven. He's and not even game seven. Yes, like all series, he looks like he knows he might be having to put on the Santa he's suit in scared. December. Like that might be his next like job. PJ Tucker had to give him a pep talk. Did you see that clip? No, I didn't see it. Oh my really? god, he looked so nervous. Holy, f- I I can't even imagine. Like, I'm sure he knows for a fact next game he loses is going to be his last one. You yeah. know, like, but I don't know anymore. I, I don't know. Maybe going in the He's Eastern afforded Conference some, finals, like, my, good, yeah, some good faith from the But then again, if you're looking at it, like, you're, like, I don't want to bring injuries and stuff into it, but you are doing it with a full, health, fully healthy roster that you have. And you're number Pretty one, much, yeah. like, sorry, you're number two. Yeah. And you're not able to do that with. Kevin Durant, who's been playing the entire series, the every single minute, and just came off a torn Achilles, you know. So I, I don't know. It's it is what it is. But if I were to see somebody um, fail this season, it's gonna have to be that bald headed bitch who <laughs> needs to be sent God, to. I Mars. hate how the camera's always on him. Yeah, I can't stand it. Like, why do you have to do that? I, I every single time I'm I'm watching a game, I'm also eating, and oh, the second yeah. they pan his face, I can't <laughs> eat anymore. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to pay for my Uber Eats? I need a refund. Yeah, like no, okay, one, no um, one cares. No one wants to see him, man. There's no Steve Bomber fan base. Like, what is this? Yeah, exactly. All right. Mark Schindler asks, what is your most outlandish, deepest, darkest basketball five? Basketball five? Oh, God. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Mm. Like the take that we'd never share. Yeah, <laughs> let me think. God, I have quite a bit of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, God, that's a tough one. I feel like I share everything on my mind. <laughs> I was no going to say, I feel it like it sounds, I just say it. <laughs> um, um, God, I, I want to answer it, though, but I don't. I oh, you know what? Maybe I'll have one. I, I don't, don't like, I don't like how the league is becoming well maybe it's not like too outlandish but i don't like how the league is uh becoming too reliant on threes how we're focusing a lot on perimeter shooting like i i think that at some point like the old school basketball of pushing and being aggressive in the paint and and field goals like i miss that i miss bigs being bigs and remembering that there's seven foot five and that they can go outside and they can literally um, harass anybody in the paint and get the balls that they want. I hate seeing those guys settle for three. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like you're going up against freaking yeah, Trey Young. You sound like Chuck Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So I was going to say, this is my old man pointing at the yeah, sky. Yeah. Everyone has one of those. Yeah. Like, 
No, I know you? what you mean because with threes, like there's nothing would be. I think because of the variance for every three that's made, you're going to see like that stretch where they're missing like seven in a row. And there's nothing more disgusting than that in a game of basketball. (laughs) Like I feel like bricking a series of threes is just completely unwatchable. I honestly, like, I don't even have a basketball like take that I wouldn't share. Like, God, (laughs) I want to answer. I'm probably going to tweet it later when I figure it out. Cause I, that's an interesting (laughs) question. Yeah, refer to Yasmin's Twitter afterwards. Also, a little plug: follow Yasmin. It's Car Carlo Carmelo, Carmelo drama. drama. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah so my last account was suspended. So, trying to build up the Give Yasmin her clout back. If you remember yeah. her, follow her. But yeah, I think um, that's so the last be question. I... Okay, let's go. I'm gonna go with. Chris Myers asks, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how much would a potential Hawks and Suns NBA Finals matchup absolutely break NBA Twitter? Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be the takes. I don't know if it would break NBA Twitter. I think it's going to – it might be the demise of Adam Silver, though. Yeah. He's for sure going to be on. I'd be so interested. I don't, I honestly, I hate when people bring up viewership numbers, um, but I would be interested to see those viewership numbers, not even for like, um, because I want to see how low they would be or anything like that. I honestly want to see how they compare to those, you know, um, finals or something. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see if um, people are watching it simply because of basketball or they're watching it because of, you know, their team or because of their, um, favorite player so if that, that i i honestly want to see it because of like the social experiment aspect but honestly both teams yeah. if they get to that point they absolutely deserve it like yeah a lot of injuries this postseason but you know anytime a young player can get in early in their career to an nba finals like you can't help but think you know that's a great i was thing. gonna say exactly like what a better year to have a matchup like that where you're just being show where you're showcasing your young talent and Devin Booker and Trey Young and having them you know go head to head when you've got Steph Curry and LeBron and and Embiid and and Giannis sitting at home watching it happen from their couch like that would be that would be crazy that would be like a yeah, change in, just in the, the NBA level of talent in the league right now and if it would just tell you that we're really transitioning into the next generation of basketball golden age like they're yeah. coming in they are coming in and they're coming in heavy. And um, if you're an old man and you're not, uh, not old man, but if you're an older player and you're <laughs> not as conditioned as you're used to being, then uh, watch out. Like if I'm in beat, I'm hiring a n- nutritionist now. You know, yeah. and if I'm Ben Simmons, I'm learning how to hold a ball and how to shoot. Like those things. Like it's not even shooting. It's like holding the ball and like doing something with it. <laughs> just, <laughs> he can't even dribble. He's so sad. It makes me so sad. I'm just like, he he was supposed to be the next LeBron. And like, I, people were talking about getting, like putting Fred Van Vliet up for Ben Simmons. And I'm like, really? Oh God, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> he's undrafted now. He's going oh to my God. Wouldn't that be guys? like, just a, that would just speak to his value if that happens. My goodness. That would I would be do it crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in everyone. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> On that note, enjoy basketball. Enjoy this new season. Um, cheer for the young.
one, guys. Sorry, the older ones are sitting at home in Cancun right now, but, but this has been an amazing series of basketball. And I'm just glad that I don't have stress hives and I can enjoy this. But tomorrow might be the reason for stress hives. Tune in for the lottery draft. Um, oh and my God. What, We're probably going to have an emergency pod if anything happens. Oh my, oh my God. We might either be crying or celebrating. So we'll yeah. see what happens. No, I'd um, be crying no matter what. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Actually, no, I would be popping, but the other way I'd be crying. Um, yeah. whichever, no, either way. <laughs> whichever God you pray to, please pray tonight. <laughs> make sure you have a good day. We need to make sure that we are in good hands to be able to get Kate tomorrow. And on that, we will bid you adieu. Have a great week. Enjoy Bye. yourself. Stay safe. Bye.